Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The high school football playoffs are into the final four around the state of Montana. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Missoula Sentinels charge to a second consecutive Class AA state championship continues tonight at Missoula County Public Stadium. Kalispell Glacier, team that knocked off Butte last week, will face a Spartan team on a nine-game winning streak this season and a 19-game surge dating back to last year. Sentinel defeated Glacier 29-21 earlier this year. In Billy, the second-ranked West Golden Bears will host a red-hot Helena High team that went to Bozeman, posted a 42-7 win last weekend. West has won 10 in a row since a season-opening loss to Sentinel. Spartans and the Golden Bears played for the state title in Billings last year. In Class A, undefeated Polson travels to reigning state champion Laurel for one semifinal, and undefeated Hamilton hosts upstart Lewistown in the other. In Class B, Jefferson will be the next challenger to a Florence team that has won 11 straight games, while Big Fork and Eureka will play on the other side of the bracket with a state title berth on the line. In Class C, eight-man Park City travels to Thompson Falls, and the Flint Creek Co-op heads to Fort Benton, and in six-man, Shields Valley travels to Power Dutton Brady, while Big Sandy travels to Freud Lake. In college football, Montana State has its final regular season home game against rival Idaho, and a total of 19 Bobcats will celebrate Senior Day. And Montana plays at Northern Arizona for the first time since 2016. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. I grew up on the crime side. 
side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young dude, they're rocking the go tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G-York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gas. One of the all-time greatest songs, any genre of music, period. If you don't know, I don't know how you don't know, but you should learn. Little Wu-Tang Clan for you on a Friday. Cash rules everything around me. It still does. Everything. 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 It's just how it goes, man. Sometimes you just got to embrace it. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. My good friend Rajim Seabrook in studio with me. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nw msrocks.com I've been on the, the cycling kick for a little while but uh, I also started lifting weights the last couple weeks again feels good being back doing it super sore but uh, trying to get into that skiing shape man because I hate when I go up there and my legs are all lower jealous. legs man trying to get that trying to get that taken care of but I got somebody that can help you with it whatever winter sport you're into you can be ready for snow season Vertex Fitness has group classes, trainers, and private classes to get you ready for life outdoors this winter. Vertex Fitness is a full-service gym with lots of space and all the weights you need, plus the slam wall, the torque tank, and kettlebells to challenge all your functional strength. They also have a sweet steam room. I love getting the steam in after my workout. Also been going there and getting some coffee before work, too. The Apex Bistro has all sorts of good stuff uh, attached to Vertex Fitness. You can find all information on all Winter training programs at vrtxfitness.com. That's vrtxfitness.com. Rajim's going to stay a little while, so we're going to actually reorder a bunch of this stuff from the show. Sorry, man. No, it's all good. I love it. Uh, an update for you from Bozeman. The all-class volleyball tournament um, rages on. Missoula Sentinel, the top seed on Western AA, upset in the first round. Five sets against Billing Senior. But Spartans battle back. They won a loser outmatch this morning, and they just defeated Bozeman in a loser outmatch in five sets. So Sentinel stays alive, and now they're into the 8 o'clock loser out. Winner moves on. Semifinal. So if they can secure a victory, one more victory tonight, that'd be three in one day for the Spartans. And uh, they remain alive for Class AA State Championship. Speaking of state championships, we're one step away from the state title game. Missoula Sentinel hosts Kalispell Glacier tonight. Billings West hosts Helena High. You've been around AA football all year long. These are the four best teams, I think, right? Yes. I would say that, yeah. This, I would, I mean, because Glacier, kind of, Glacier kind of proved that they're better than Butte because they won in Butte last week. Yep, I would say. Like, Helena Capital's kind of there, but they got smoked last week. So. Smoked like a pipe. Uh, yeah, I would say Sentinel, West. Helena. Helena, Glacier. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So it's the, Absolutely. The seating worked out. The, this new format, you know, it could have been good fortune or whatever, but um, I do think the four best teams are here. Let's talk about the Spartan game tonight because Sentinel has not really been tested the last month and a half or so because they no. haven't given up any points. Their defense has been rolling. Probably the best game Sentinel played this year, though, in terms of the closest game, with the exception of the season opener against West, was against Glacier. Absolutely. 29-21. Yep. Sentinel won up there, right? Was it in Glacier? In Glacier. So 
Rematch here at home, but what's your scout on this game? The scout on this game is uh, it's going to be a good one. You know, we 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 for sure we watched uh, we watched a great upset last week. Ran big Rendina. Ran for over 200 yards. The boy is Mike Alstott Jr. That's a good uh, one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just a very, very powerful team. And uh, the Wolfpack goes as he goes. So I know that Dane Oliver has those boys in purple prepped. Um, it was the closest game of the year and the lowest scoring affair for Sentinel as far as point margin for the win. And it would be really interesting to see what Glacier has done um, since that since that loss, they've made great adjustments. They've gotten their passing game back up and open. And uh, Sentinel's in for a game tonight, just like Glacier's in for a game against Sentinel. In the college football ranks, a road trip for the Grizzlies, a regular season home finale for the Bobcats. Montana heads to Northern Arizona on Saturday. First trip to Flagstaff since 2016. How is that possible? How dumb is that? How dumb is the teams haven't even played Play? since 2017, let alone they haven't been to flag since 2016. What? Folks, I wish you could see, like, my eye flutters. I probably look like a middle school <laughs> girl with all my eye rolls going on right now. Like, it's so asinine. It's ridiculous. Uh, the, the only solution is to just figure out a way to, to reformat and or um, remake the league, man. I, it, there was talks of that. I mean, Bobby hinted on it in an article earlier this week. You know, we're, we, we're losing Southern Utah. Down, what is it? Twelve teams in the Big Sky. Once that happens, yep. And then we're looking at a lot of uh, just reshuffling of teams all across the country, especially on I still like to say the one double A level. Yep, for sure. Montana State, though, it's a big game because it is the final home game for an outstanding senior class. They have a lot of aspirations to have more home games in the playoffs, and if they win on Saturday, they'll have the inside track to making that happen. Montana State. Has won eight in a row. They are in first place in the Big Sky Conference with a six and zero record. And we got Idaho coming to town. So can they get to that nine win mark? Can they stay undefeated in league? The senior class is being celebrated. A meshing of a variety of different classes. Of course, you have the headliners like linebacker Troy Anderson, defensive end Daniel Hardy, defensive end Demondre Williams, D tackle Chase Benson, Lewis Kidden, and uh, Taylor Tuas, a Sobo Cup All American offensive lineman. Lance McCutcheon, who's looking like an All-American receiver this year. Sick. Those guys are all the headliners. But then you also have some interesting guys like Byron Rollins, who was actually part of the graduating high school class of 2014, I believe. He played in the East-West Shrine game with the guys that were seniors at Montana State back in 2019. But Byron went on an LDS mission and then came back. So he's technically a redshirt junior eligibility-wise, but he has graduated, so he'll uh, celebrate his senior day. I'm a little Sentinel guy who's been a starter this year along the defensive line, has been playing well. And they got you know guys like Tyrell Thomas. you got some transfer guys like Trey Webb, who came in from San Jose State. But the guy I chose to interview this week, first of all, because he's from the state of Idaho and they play Idaho, that's an interesting connection. But in this day and age, it's very easy to transfer. And I think that kids lose perspective or maybe never even gain perspective on the value of staying in one place, the loyalty that can come with it, Almost always, man, the statistics that you accomplish and all that stuff is not going to be what you remember. You're going to be remembered. You remember your teammates, the experience you have with them. And Tucker Ovig was a starter at Montana State in 2018 and 2019. He went to the playoffs two years in a row as a quarterback. I've been very critical of Rovig because I do think that uh, he he was um, 
when he was consistent, that was good enough for what they needed him to do on offense, but he was not going to ever be a guy that's going to win them a football game. But he did a tremendous job of not losing them football games. He also, though, obviously garnered the respect of his teammates because he is one of four captains for the Bobcats. He has not started this year. He's played maybe five snaps. Some people would say, well, this kid, you know, he must just not want it very bad, else he would have just transferred somewhere else to play. I think it's the opposite of that. I think the kid sees the true value in his experience, and I think that he is enjoying himself along the way. So I caught up with Tucker Rovig, the atypical college football player, the guy that wanted to stick it out, even if he's not getting any of the glory or the statistics. He gets to walk to the middle of the field in the coin toss next to Troy Anderson every single weekend. That's pretty good. To caught up with Tucker Rovick earlier this week. Well, happy now. Welcome back in a guy who's been on this show many times, but has not been on the show for a long time because we've had such a weird, <laughs> long break forever between football seasons. He's Tucker Rovick, quarterback for the Montana State Bobcats yeah. and an Idaho native. That's kind of the hook here. Montana State hosts Idaho on Saturday afternoon. Tucker, thanks so much for being with us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, first and foremost, it's funny the way that time goes by because I remember when uh, Jeff Choate first started recruiting you, and I remember doing a story on you when you were first coming out of the Boise area uh, there in Idaho, and uh, here we are now, and it's four years later, and I, I believe you graduated, right? Yes, I did. Yep, graduated last spring. Or, so yeah, you, you got a college degree already. You're probably working on another one. So uh, good for you. Cool. But it's crazy how fast time has flown by. So, I mean, it, it, does, does it seem like it's gone by fast to you? Oh, it's gone by crazy. I mean, I to think about it. I remember playing when we played Idaho in 2018. To even just kind of getting recruited, it seems like that was yesterday. And uh, yeah, now that it's senior day, it's kind of everything comes at you full circle. Well, let's talk about what this last couple of years has been like. In 2019, you guys go on a great run to the semifinals of the playoffs, and then you wait, and you wait, and you wait some more, and there's like this elongated quarterback competition that involved multiple different guys, including yourself. So just take us through it. I mean, what's the last couple of years been like for you? Uh, it's been a roller coaster, but it's also been a blessing. Um, I got to be coached by some great coaches. I've got to be around some great players and friends with that. And there's definitely a lot I can take out of it. Like if you look back at COVID, just the aspect of not taking everything, or you got to take uh, not take everything for granted. Um, COVID was a crazy year for all of us, and all we wanted to do was go play football. But we found a joy in the little things, and I think that honestly plays a huge role into our season this year. You got to find the joy in little things. Yeah, we're doing great, successful, but you can't be all stuck on that. Um, and yeah. Well, you have a definitely a unique perspective right now too, because. You have a big role on the team, a lot of help with the play calling and stuff like that. You are one of the captains, yet you get to watch this team quite a bit as well. So what's your perspective as you check out Montana State? Because to me, this is one of the most fun Bobcat teams to watch I've ever covered. So what do you think? I think this is one of the most dangerous teams I've by far the most dangerous team I've ever um, been on, probably one of the most dangerous teams I've ever watched in terms of what we have both offensively, defensively, special teams. And that's honestly one of the cool things, kind of just sitting back, being in the backup role this year, but also having that leadership aspect is kind of overseeing everything and then speaking up when it needs to, when you need to speak up. But, yeah, no, it's been awesome to see these guys dive into the game plan every single week, bust their butt, and, and have that show come Saturday. 
Tucker Rovick joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television around the state of Montana. He's a quarterback for the Montana State Bobcats. It takes a distinct mentality to, to be a backup quarterback and, ha- and be ready to go when your number is called. We see it in the NFL every single weekend, and we've seen it in the big sky this year more than almost anywhere, any time, I should say, in, in my time covering the league. In fact, Matt McKay's been one of the guys that's been able to stay upright. He's been one of the few guys that have mm-hmm. been able to stay upright uh, in this league. So for you, though, I know you've been gotten the call from the sideline a couple times this year. What does it take to stay mentally engaged and be ready when your number is called? Just prepare like you're the starter. Um, rather that be in game plan watching film, rather that be out on practice, or even just getting ready for the game. Just plan like you are the starter. And I think one of the blessings for me is I've been in that role before. Um, so I know what I have to do and just kind of learning from past years experience. And when the time gets, uh, if the time ever gets called to just be ready. Well, this day and age, it seems as if it's easy to walk away, especially quarterback spot, because there's a lot of rotations that happen across the board in college football. Quarterback is part of the position where it happens the least. Maybe punter is up there, but besides that, uh, if, if you got a guy, it's not a lot of rotation. So uh, what has kept you around, though? What, what has made you want to stick it out at Montana State, and what's, uh, what's it been like just, just sort of making that commitment to the program? You know, it's honestly the guys on the team. It's everything from back in 2019 with Casey Bauman being one of my best friends to even now in 2021 with Matt being one of my best friends. Then you just branch it out to rather be the offensive lineman, even to a DB, just a relationship. And the guys on this team, are not something I ever want to take for granted, and I cherish every single day. I mean, I think it's, some may look at my story like, oh, I don't know why he didn't move on, blah, blah, years ago. But, no, it's the guys on this team that's made me stay, and I can't thank them enough for the relationships that I've built with them. How have you guys been able to forge such a close box? It does seem like the the two classes of guys that include you and maybe the guys that are one year older than you, it seems like you guys really do have a, quite a bond, and it seems like that's a key to your success. But how's that, have you guys been able to forge that? I mean, first, I would say that honestly comes down to the coaches and the recruiting. I mean, we've, since I've been here, the slogan's kind of been the right cat, and that's who they've brought into the QB room, just the right cats. They're uh, selfless guys that are going to put their life out on the line for the team, and they're going to do what's best for the team. And I think that's what kind of makes this relationship, specifically the past two seasons on the quarterback side, just so great um, is the fact that, yeah, we are selfless guys, and we'll do whatever for the team and their success. Tucker Rovick joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's a quarterback for the Montana State Bobcats. They have their final regular season home game Saturday in Bozeman against Idaho. And Tucker, you're from the state of Idaho, so uh, any special meaning for this, uh, on this one for you, or what do you think when the Vandals are coming to town? Oh, I remember, well, growing up, I was a huge Boise State fan, and Idaho was their rival. So I kind of grew up in a household where they do not like the University of Idaho. So it's kind of definitely like comes at you full circle with this being the senior game. And uh, but, but, yeah, the, the guys have been busting their butt this week, and I'm excited to see them uh, play come Saturday. Were you recruited by Idaho when you are coming out of high school? I was a little bit, yeah, um, both Idaho and Idaho State. But, I mean, I've said it before, Montana State was my first FCS scholarship offer, and I took that right away because they were the first team to believe in me. 
Well, you got to love it. Well, I know you guys have plans for a, a lot more home games after this one, but uh, from your perspective, I know that the senior class is kind of like your senior class because you have already graduated, but what is your perspective on the senior class uh, that they will celebrate their senior day on Saturday? Uh, I think it's great. I mean, I think it gives a little bit, it gives motivation to everybody on this team um, to play even a little bit harder for the seniors that are on this team. And yeah, it's, a great experience um, and hope and we're going to bust our butt to have this not be the last home game. Tucker Ovig, Montana State quarterback, joining us here on Nuanas Now, thanks for taking a minute, man. Really appreciate it and best of luck this weekend. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. So there you go, Tucker Rovig, Montana State senior quarterback, joining us here on Nuanas Now. We're also going to hear in just a minute from Montana State head coach Brent Vegan. Sorry, Andrew, I'm screwing everything up. <laughs> it's Friday. Man, it's Friday. It's Friday. He's allowed. He's allowed. Uh, I know. Uh, Andrew, if you can move that uh, vegan spot up for me. There it is. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a minute. But um, the confluence of events at Montana State this year have been um, so interesting to watch play out. Because Jeff Choate did a tremendous job of making that program into an image of himself. A hard-nosed, tough, hit-you-in-the-mouth, physical football program. Old school. He reinstilled everything that the Bobcats wanted their program to be about. I mean, I think that Montana State, in its essence, was at its best in the 1970s when Sonny Holland was the head coach there. And then they rode that momentum through the mid-1980s. Sonny Lubick's last Montana class was the one that really spearheaded that 1984 team that was coached by Dave Arnold to win the national championship. But then after that, Montana State a lot of times had a different identity than what you'd expect a team from Bozeman, Montana to be. And I mean the old Bozeman, Montana, not the new Bozeman, Montana. You mean Bozeman, not Bozangeles? <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel you, brother. That's exactly right. But um, Choate went back to their roots and started doing it in the most formulaic but also simple way. Beat the Grizzlies, win the in-state recruiting battle, and get everybody around the state hyped up for Bobcat football. So then when he walked out the door and took a job at the University of Texas, it could have gone so poorly mm-hmm. at Montana State. Mm-hmm. could have gone so poorly, but it didn't. In fact, the confluence of events has resulted in an unbelievably talented team with a bunch of very mature leaders that weren't going to let anybody, a coaching staff or anybody, hold them back but then also a very steady-handed coaching staff that hasn't gotten in the way. So often, ego and volatility are king in college football. That has not been the case for Brett Vegan and his staff. In fact, they're just putting their best dudes in a position to succeed and getting the hell out of the way. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Period. Like, he saw the construct. He saw the window within the frame and said... There's nothing wrong with this. I'm just going to keep building off of what was already established. So the foundation was laid, and now he's just putting a nice scaffold around that foundation. And they've also had personnel improvements. I mean, Matt McKay is certainly an upgraded quarterback. True. Uh, the fact that they're actually having uh, they have actually have a functional passing game helps a bunch. And then when Lance McCutcheon's just going off like he is, I mean, this dude, this dude's a phenomenal story. We're gonna have a story at SkylineSportsMT.com later on this evening about Lance McCutcheon. But the dude. First of all, is such a hardworking guy, but he's another example of dudes that just could have left. Man, it's so easy when you're. I mean, he's six three, two hundred pounds, so he's been a starter since he's a true freshman because he's big and strong and he can block. 
We caught 31 passes the first three years of his career combined <laughs> because they don't throw him the ball because they don't throw the ball to anybody. Well, he waited his turn, and then he set goals coming into his senior year, and he's obliterating those goals. He's leading the Big Sky Conference in receiving. He had one of the biggest beast mode touchdowns I've seen last week against Eastern Washington, 67-yard score. That was ridiculous. I mean, he's looking like DK Metcalf, bro. He's, like, throwing oh, people off. he's one of my favorites. He's throwing people to the ground. I mean, McCutcheon is an animal, man. Man-child. And uh, all of that has this resulted in this, this season that has been, by and large, almost peerless for Montana State. Mm-hmm. But they went on Saturday... That'll be the ninth win under Brett Vegan. That'll make him the all-time winningest coach in his first season at MSU. The most by a first-year head coach at MSU is eight. He's tied for that now, so one more win, he'll have that record. It'll also get Montana State one step closer to their first Big Sky title since 2012, and it will certainly solidify their spot in the FCS playoffs for the third year in a row. So they've done a very good job there over in Bozeman. I think, you know, I want to add something onto that. Bozeman has made itself more attractive to athletes, period. Like, oh, no that, that, that is something oh, no that question. I feel like gets lost no. in the shuffle. Like, why why are they winning the in-state, let alone the out-of-state no recruitments? Question. And it's open arms, man. It's just it, yes. there's, there's some love that is being given to athletes in-state and out-of-states that – our beloved U of M has just well, fell short on This is the number one factor that I think is not being analyzed hard enough when it comes to Montana and Montana State and just the symbiotic relationship that they need to have. Uh-huh. Montana State is kicking Montana's butt in almost everything. Everything. The institutional momentum of Montana State has made all ships rise. The Bobcats, when I first got to Bozeman in the early 2010s, they couldn't even come close to winning a volleyball match. They were the worst volleyball program in the country. They're over for years. They're in third place in the Big Sky Conference right now. Across the board, though, I mean, they are nationally competitive in skiing. They're among the Big Sky's best in tennis. Tennis. They I are. Was say I mean, tennis, they, yep. they they are among the Big Sky's best in women's basketball. Their men's basketball team took Colorado, which was a five seed in the NCAA tournament last year, to overtime earlier this week. They had the buffs on the ropes. You got the football team. So I think that there's just uh, the institutional momentum that exists at Montana State is uh, is. Helping all yes. elements of the university thrive. And they're building programs and not just facilitating teams anymore. They are building programs. And that, that to me, is the hugest difference. And uh, the attitude, and which affects the aptitude on the back end, the, just the social cultural aspect of what Bozeman is doing within their university system is ridiculous. And which is why they are where they're at. Here's what we're going to do. Take a break, and on the other side, talk a little bit more about the Bobcats in this game against Idaho, because I think it is an interesting one. Montana State's got to have it to set the stage for the next week. The Grizz do as well. So, more Big Sky football talk on the other side. Keep it right here ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The high school football playoffs are into the final four around the state of Montana. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Missoula Sentinels charged to a second consecutive Class AA state championship continues tonight 
at Missoula County Public Stadium. Kalispell Glacier, team that knocked off Butte last week, will face a Spartan team on a nine-game winning streak this season and a 19-game surge dating back to last year. Sentinel defeated Glacier 29-21 earlier this year. In Billy, the second-ranked West Golden Bears will host a red-hot Helena High team that went to Bozeman, posted a 42-7 win last weekend. West has won 10 in a row since a season-opening loss to Sentinel. Spartans and the Golden Bears played for the state title in Billings last year. In Class A, undefeated Polson travels to reigning state champion Laurel for one semifinal, and undefeated Hamilton hosts upstart Lewistown in the other. In Class B, Jefferson will be the next challenger to a Florence team that has won 11 straight games, while Big Fork and Eureka will play on the other side of the bracket with a state title berth on the line. In Class C, eight-man Park City travels to Thompson Falls, and the Flint Creek Co-op heads to Fort Benton. And in six-man, Shields Valley travels to Power Dutton Brady, while Big Sandy travels to Freud Lake. In college football, Montana State has its final regular season home game against rival Idaho, and a total of 19 Bobcats will celebrate Senior Day. And Montana plays at Northern Arizona for the first time since 2016. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. one for you on a Friday. Well, I wonder if Andrew was reading my brain because I totally borrowed a line from that, um, from this song in particular when we're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. When he goes, officer, overseer, yeah, officer, yeah, overseer, yeah. overseer, officer. And I was just like, my man, for an Eagles fan, Andrew Houghton just cool meter just went up. <laughs> Gotta love it. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana TV. Thanks so much for kicking with us here on a Friday. We're talking... Into the weekend about the Grizzlies' trip to Flagstaff. A little bit more on the Bobcats. I caught up with Brent Vegan earlier this week, Montana State head coach. It's a big game in Bozeman because Montana State, they got to have it if they want to stay in control and set up what will be a showdown. I think if both of these teams win, both the Grizzlies and the Bobcats this weekend, it's about as good as you could ever want it to be. I think when you put pencil to paper... You're scoring out what you thought the records would be going into Bobcat Grizzly Showdown. If Montana State played their absolute best, I think you had them at 9-1, and one, which they would be if they beat Idaho on, on Saturday. The one loss you probably would have said to Wyoming. They actually played Wyoming better than maybe even people expected, and they almost they probably should have won that game. Agreed. Montana, you'd probably have them at 8-2 and two coming into this thing. Uh, if you were to if you were to pencil it that they were going to lose at Eastern Washington, yes, and th- you probably would have had them losing to Washington, yes. Instead, they beat Washington, but they lost to Sac State. But Sac State's sitting here undefeated in a Big Sky Conference play, so that looks like not nearly as bad of a loss. I know Sac State's played a soft schedule this year, but what I'm getting at is that if if we come into the rivalry weekend and the only real misstep was a loss on the road to, at the time, the number two-ranked team in the country at Eastern Washington, or whatever one you want to call the misstep. Either way, if, it, if it's one Grizz misstep and that's the only misstep we've had leading into this thing, it's about as good as you'd expect it to be. I know everybody wanted to be like number one versus number two in the country, but it's probably going to be, if both these teams take care of business, it's probably going to be like number three versus number six. That's pretty good. Still a great game. It's still a great game, exactly. So And in-state. what? You, how can you beat that? No question. But what does Montana State need to do to get to that point? Well, they need to take care of the Idaho Vandals as they celebrate 19 seniors on Senior Day. 
Brett Vegan's first trip through the Big Sky Conference. So I always like asking him, what's his perspective on some of these historic rivalries, particularly like this one with Idaho? I don't know. I, I think I think if you're if you, you if you don't have a mature team and, and you're coaching ahead, um, you're trying to get two things accomplished at once. Yeah, I think it can occur. I you know because if, if, if you know if you don't have enough respect for your opponents, um, whoever they are as a team, you got some real issues. Um, so I, I think we've. We understand that in our league, um, you know, anybody can beat anybody. And, you know, why seasons go the directions they go sometimes. It's, it's, it's good momentum. It's bad momentum. It's youth. It's injuries. It's, you could lay out all the different reasons why. So, you know, every team is capable of beating everybody. And I, I think we've seen that through the league this year. It's, there's been some real upsets. There's been some really close games that no one thought – could happen and I know we've been a part of a couple of those and then you could point to our last home game against Idaho State I think we prepared well and we knew they were dangerous and and you know they gave us fits um so you know you just got to go about your business and, and football allows for that football allows you know, this week to prepare um you know coaching sports that have two games on a weekend or three games for a week I you know you could probably fall into a lot more traps that, that way just because your workload has to be different so I, I think our team has um, you know understood how to go about our business every week and I would expect this week to be no different I find Idaho's presence back in the league fascinating because it's almost like a line in the sand for fans just to see how long you've been following the big sky I know a lot of fans Maybe it'll be an older demographic. Really think of Idaho as a fierce rivalry with Montana State. So uh, do you have any perception of that, or what do you think of Idaho being back in the Big State Conference? Well, you know, my perspective is... You know, we played them not too long ago, and that was a real challenge for us that day. And I know they still probably had some um, semblance of their FBS recruiting and talent, but they were in that 19. They were really good. 19 is not too long ago. Uh, but then, you, you know, you look at um, their history and their history with with great quarterback play, with playoff teams, with conference championships. Um I know Coach Erickson um, had some real success there. Um you know, amongst others, and, and you know, I I think their stretch, um, you know, seventies, eighties, pre the jump in the nineties was was very successful. You know, and they I think they got to the semifinals a couple times, um, so they were a real live FCS program. And I, and I know there was good reason why they they moved up to FBS. I mean, I, I think that the schools that move up to FBS are generally those ones that you know feel like. Um, They've accomplished something at at a level, and and you know move up because they can accomplish more, and they and they did at the F, FBS level. I remember watching them in in sixteen beat Colorado State in the the Potato Bowl and, and finishing off a great season. And um, you know they they more than anyone from an FBS perspective probably got their hand forced because of their geography, and um, you know that's that was unfortunate for them because I, I would. I would guess that that wasn't the plan and it wasn't a, a forced well it wasn't a deal that they wanted to do but the geography of everything um, forced their hand so I guess that's my perspective it's it's um, you know uh, a program that's that's had success and I, I'm certain will 
will have success moving forward. You mentioned Coach Bresky. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with him because he's been in and out of this region for so long. What? Uh, how would you describe his defense? I remember back in the early 2010s at Montana, a bunch of fire zone stuff and a bunch of blitzing. Is he still high pressure like he was uh, at his last stop? Yeah, and you know, not only did I coach with him at um, NDSU, but you know, he he was at Wyoming before that, had a bunch of success. Was with Coach Glenn at Montana that previous stop. Was at Northern Colorado going way back. So, um, no, I, I think uh, you know he's uh, he's a very experienced defensive coordinator. He's run um, he's probably run the gamut as far as all the different things you can and and, and will do. Um, you know, and he's he's shown over his career to be very aggressive. Um, you know, and be able to really dial up a good game plan. Um, you know, that last time in '19, you know, he he gave us, and that was head to head right there. Um, he, they gave us all we wanted that day, and and so you know, he's very innovative and, and um, like has the you know. As the way about him that being aggressive is is is, is certainly a part of who he is. So um, look forward to seeing him, facing him, all that stuff, and you know certainly expect a good plan from him. So Brett Vegan, Montana State head football coach here on Nuanas now, talking a little bit about Mike Mike Bresky. He's been around the league for a long time. He was the defensive coordinator here at Montana in the late nineties and the early two thousands. Uh, he was the DC on the two thousand and one national championship team. He also then was previously at NDSU and also at Wyoming. So a lot of crossover with Brett Vegan because of that as well. So uh, Mike Bressey, by the way, now the seventh-year defensive coordinator for the Vandals. So, again, the people around here are very familiar with. So a lot of crossover when he gets to these regional rivalry games. One more set of bills to pay. So we'll take one more break, and we'll come back and get you all set up for that Grizz game in Flagstaff tomorrow. I'll keep it right here, ESPN mm-hmm. Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. I sit the dumb peak watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes. All the words past the margin. The whole of mic I'm throbbing. Mechanical movement. Understandable smallish that murderers move with. The thief's theme. The Play me at night. They won't act right. The fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation. React like I'm facing time. A little Nas for you on a Friday. Ugh. That is, that's a, you know how there's an intro to a song, yeah, an yeah. intro to a show? Nas could be, like, my outro any day of the week. Yeah, so. gotta love it. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Rajin Seabrook. Hey, in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. 
appreciate you being here, man. I know it's uh, it's been a tough day, but you got some stuff to brighten it up after this, right? I mean, I got before we even get there, I got you. Hey, that's and good, I got man. Andrew and all the lovely people down here at the radio station. It was a rough day. I had to put the dog down. But I walked in, had a healthy distraction, got love, got sports, got culture. I got my man, Culture Nuanez, the fountain of information and a handsome fountain at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a much better space. Thanks for having me. That's good. Well, there's always good hugs to be had around this little broadcast. Okay, we I got, had a bunch. We got a lot of lovely ladies around here that are very, very uh, kind and very, very caring. So yes, sir. Uh, if ever you need a hug, we got you covered down I got here. three. I don't know if I should necessarily actually advertise that because we might have a line out the door because we got a lot of beautiful, caring women around here, too. Yeah, there's a bunch of scallywag <laughs> dudes out there, man. That, that was not an invite. You're not invited over here. Uh, let's talk first about the Big Sky Conference and then about the Grizz. Yeah. Because um, big weekend in the Big Sky Conference. Very. Weber State lost last week to Southern Utah's, or excuse me, to Portland State, so they're out. So Weber at Southern Utah's game. That's for nothing but uh, Beehive State bragging rights. Idaho State at Cal Poly. Man, Idaho State's got to win that game because Cal Poly has been nothing but a struggle in Bo Baldwin's first season. Garbage. And ISU has been among, if not the most disappointing teams in the league. I thought they were going to be okay. You know, I thought they would be okay. Lose your quarterback, who was supposed to be the, the key to your entire wide-open offense, and you're playing a true freshman walk-on at QB. Uh, it ain't good, but also I think that Idaho State just needs to figure out a way to win that game. For real. For sure. Um, by the way, I forgot to do this yesterday. That's full disclosure. I just, I just, uh, we had so many sweet giveaways yesterday, whether it was Lady Grizz tickets or Grizz hockey tickets or uh, AC hotel vouchers. We didn't do what we usually do on Thursday, so we're going to make you happy here on a Friday. You want to have a great start to your weekend? How about a six pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market? Ooh. I had a uh, TBLT sandwich from Warden's a couple days ago. Oh, man. What's a TBLT? A turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato. I get it with Havarti cheese on a a baguette. Ooh, stuff is good. We got free sandwich and a free six-pack from Warren's Market right now. Call us. Call number 2-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number 2. All you got to do is give your name to Andrew, and he make the call down to Warren's. Your name will be on a list, and go collect it. By the way... They told me that the last couple of you winners haven't gone down there and gotten it yet. You must be living so good if you're not hungry enough to go down there and get it. I know you're hungry. Oh, just, give just me go. the winners' names. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something about this brother. That's the best meal is a free meal. That's right. Best change is spare change. And the best nation is a donation. I'll take those free. Give me them sandwiches. 406-888-1029 if you want a six-pack of a Sammy from Warden's Market. Uh, the big games in the league this week, though. Besides the stage, the stage setters for both the Montana schools, in their independent analysis, neither one is that big of a game. But because they're the penultimate game before the Bobcat Grizzly game, they're super big games. But the biggest game in the league this week is Eastern Washington at UC Davis. Absolutely. UC Davis's quarterback, Hunter Rodriguez, got knocked out against Idaho State. That was Idaho State's only league victory so far this season. And UC Davis's only league loss, their only loss, period. UC Davis is 8-1 right they're now. They're good. Same as Montana State, but they lost their quarterback – if they've been able to ham and egg it to this point, they did play some uh, less than awesome opponents, but here they are with Eastern Washington coming to town. I think Davis is in the playoffs no matter what, but they can certainly chase a playoff seed if they were to win this game. I think they have absolutely the inside track at a playoff seed, whereas Eastern Washington was once 7-0, the number two team in the country. Now they've lost two straight, both of them at home. They lost on their senior day last weekend to Montana State. They are falling in the polls. 
And earlier this week, Ian Shoemaker, their offensive coordinator, who, by the way, the Eagles' offense was averaging more than 50 points and 600 yards per game, he resigned. So you got uh, unrest on the Palouse over there in Cheney. And uh, I dare to say that this is a must-win for Eastern Washington. They cannot have a three-game losing streak after starting 7-0. and So it's a huge game in Davis, California on Saturday. Well, I, this whole weekend has implications for yep. the Big Sky Conference. I mean, there's, you know, depending on who does what, there could be outright winners for the Big Sky Conference. There could be a shared, multiple sharing of that crown. So um, I'm going to be tuned in because there's a lot of variables. It's like the last two weeks of the NFL. If this person wins on the third blue moon and this person ties, it's just wide open for speculation and for conversation. Looking forward to Sunday morning. The other big game is Portland State at Sacramento State. That's big for a variety of reasons. Sac State controls their own destiny. They're 6-0 in Big Sky Conference play, just like Montana State. They have this game against Portland State, and then they have the season finale against UC Davis. Two games that they certainly could lose if they do win. They will be at least co-champions in the Big Sky Conference. If Sac State were to lose both those games, though, and Montana State was to somehow lose to Idaho, and Montana was to win at NAU, then all of a sudden, that sets up a scenario where if the Grizz beat the Cats in Missoula, we could have at least a three and maybe four-way tie for first place because it would be Montana State would have two losses, SAC would have two losses, Montana would have two losses. And I guess in that scenario... It it could be a four- to five-way tie depending on how it all... Right, because I guess if Eastern Washington Washington beat Davis, but then then Davis beat SAC, then you'd have a five-way tie. That's what I'm saying. Davis and Eastern will both have two league losses as well. So, I don't know, a lot to be determined. Lots of pie sharing. I think that... Here's the thing. We have no idea how all these games are going to play out. But here's what I think. I think that the outright champion and or the co-champions of the Big Sky Conference, unless that team is Montana State, is going to have a lower seed than another team from the Big Sky. In other words, what I'm saying is there's a real scenario here where Sacramento State could go undefeated in league and have at least a share, if not the outright league title, and they might be the eight seed or not seeded at all, whereas I think the Bobcats, if they win on Saturday, they're absolutely a seed, they're a seed for sure. Absolutely. And then if they were to win their last two, they're going to be a top three seed. I think they will get the three seed. So um, there's a ton out there to play Love for. Love it. Man. Variables, baby. I just think it's so fascinating, too, that the Grizz, during the month of October, they looked so bad offensively, and that took all the spark from pretty much – they've been the best team in the country on kick teams this year. They're so they're, good. They're lights they're out so on good. special teams. So good. By the way, I asked Bobby Houck about that on uh, Monday. I'm going to do a little story next week about that element because one of the coolest parts of how good Montana's kick teams has been is the kick teams are being spearheaded by a trio of guys from Missoula, Montana. David Copang. One of my favorites. David Copang, Levi Janicaro, and Tyler Flink. A loyal guy and two big sky guys. Gotta love it. Are the dudes that are raining havoc? They're wreaking havoc on special teams, man. Copang in particular, I love seeing number nine fly down that field. Copang is very diverse in the kick teams because he's he's a good blocker, he's uh, a good tackler. Yes, he he can do a lot of different things on the kick teams. In terms of though, this is one of the there's a lot of omnipresent trends throughout the history of Grizz football, especially the modern history. One of the great trends though is that. You always have that sort of underdog, tweener-type Montana guy who first <laughs> makes his name on special teams. Always. Levi Jack Carroll is wrecking people, man. He's the best wedge breaker in the league. I'm seriously – he. I'll tell you that. We're going to have our, our all-league teams in three weeks for Skyline Sports. He's my first-team all-league special teams player in the Big Sky. Dude, he's, he's a punisher. 
I mean, he's blocked a punt. He scored a touchdown on yes. special teams. He's had no less than five tone-setting hits. Hits. I mean, the dude is is acclimating very well to being a tackler after being a Wildcat quarterback in high school. Forever. Right? I know, man. I just I, I love the Janicaro family. Man. I know you. there's the big sky ties yep. with you, but... Yep. I tell you, every time I see him, his neck just gets thicker and wider. <laughs> I know. I saw him at the at the grocery store the other week, and I'm like, are you my age? You might be my age. Levi Janet Carroll looks like he's 35 years old. Dude, every Janet Carroll has had a has had a better beard and mustache <laughs> since, like, fifth grade, better than this old man here. I love it. So Got to love him. Regardless, uh, it, it, it's just, the, to finish that point, though, it's going to be funny. It's sort of like an analysis and almost uh, a referendum on the mania that is associated with Grizz Nation. Yes. The fact that in mid-October, everybody was freaking out about the sky falling. If Montana wins this weekend and then they pull one off against the Bobcats next weekend, which is absolutely in the cards. Absolutely. This team's going to be like the fourth seed in the playoffs. They're going to be exactly what you thought they were right after they beat Washington. Maybe some people out there thought they are going to be like the number one overall seed or whatever. But, like, if they sit there and endure, I mean, what did I read in the, in the paper today? They had like 17 different starting lineups. They got 15 freshmen on their two deep. They had their senior quarterback go out with an injury. They got yep. their their junior punt returner slash slot and Gabe Solser go out with an injury. Every oh, running back. Every running back on the team. I mean, their top four rushers include Junior Bergen and Colter Janicaro. Nobody thought those dudes were playing any position, let alone running back this year for Montana. So... That's all to say that it will be amazing if they if they do just get to exactly where we thought they were going to be. It's a, a great analysis of the, the mania that exists in Missoula. Gotta love it. It's when it goes from fans to fanatics and a harpy, and uh, that's why we love this game. Missoula Sentinel hosts California. Let's go! Helena High is at Billings West. A bunch of great playoff games around the area tomorrow as well. If you want something to do with the Grizz out of town, Florence is hosting a playoff game. Hamilton's hosting a playoff game. We got undefeated teams across Western Montana. The Spartans are undefeated in Double A. Hamilton. Hamilton's undefeated, and Polson's undefeated in A. Dude, Polson's nice. They're so nice. Dude, Polson's nice. Jared Wilson is so sweet. It's Hamilton and Polson for the championship, and if that happens, we should go together. Absolutely, that Let's would, go. That would be great. Um, and then we got Flint Creek, the Drummond Phillipsburg Co-ops, undefeated in the Class C level. Florence undefeated at Class B level. So a lot of the best teams in Western Montana. Uh, and then of course Montana at Northern Arizona. Montana State at home against Idaho. This is the last weekend before the week we all been waiting for. Dun, 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 it's dun, 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 Let's go. Week, Can't wait for it. It's a highly anticipated, as highly anticipated as I've ever seen. But I spent about six hours yesterday evening making the entire plan for next week. We're going to have so many sick guests on this show. We're going to have so much sweet content at Skyline Sports. So we can't wait for it. We'll meet you back here, 4 p.m. Monday. Riley Corcoran, the Montana Football Hour. Marty Morningwig, Monday afternoon quarterback. We'll see you then. This has been Nuanas Now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 